Let's crack it, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful day to be alive. It's beautiful day to be alive. Live on uh, on the internet. We're live on the internet, brother. We're live on the internet, sister. Incremental improvements and uh, and the daily uh, obstacles. All of them combined to create this. This is the meaning stream number 60. 60, we're in here. all we had to do. All we had to do was follow the damn train, CJ, but, but still, somehow, we managed to uh, fall off that train, get run over by that train, fall down to the side of the train. You know, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes there's obstacles. But you know what the most important thing is, brother, sister? The most important thing is to keep going. The most important thing is to never give up. You know, just like those uh, Team Rocket guys. Never give up, baby. Just keep on trying. Even though it seems that, uh, you know, in the case of Team Rocket, for example, you know, foiled at every turn, made fools of at every turn, crushed and vanquished by morons and children. What the hell? You know, what, what, what is it? I mean, you're Team Rocket. You're, you're basically the Targaryen dynasty. You know, you're the incestuous uh, dragon riders of old, reborn in some strange new cartoon world. And everything you try, you just get smacked upside the head and makes you look a fool. But you keep going. You keep going, that's what you do. You know? That's the lesson there, you keep going. You don't keep going for the, because, like, one day you succeed. You keep going because it's the keeping going that's doing it. Your boy Jocko, he said, what do you say about pushing a rock up a mountain? The point is not to get the rocks to the top of the mountain. The point is to push the rock. God damn it. Speaking of which, uh, wouldn't it be great if you could synthesize... The Rock and Matt Damon and uh, have that synthesis star as Jocko Willink in a movie. I think that would be wonderful. 
Basically, I think that's the only thing that would save Matt Damon from uh, what Team America did to him would be if you somehow synthesized him with The Rock and had him play Jocko Willink in a movie. That would that would save. That would save. <laughs> Matt Damon. Oh! You got 60 streams on this planet. Why not try and do 60 streams, eh? We did it. 60 streams. Number 60, baby. You know what that means? That means this, this has been going on for two months. That means this has been going on for two months. That means I've been hopping side to side every day, every night for two months. I've been inside. You know what I mean? Hopping side to side uh, for two months now. And so have you. So have you and so have we. Smash that like. YouTube is not sending out notifications today. I don't know why. But it isn't. Smash that like. Post a link in the Discord. And uh, call your mum. You know you should call your mum. I actually had a whole bunch of people hit me up this afternoon freaking out. They're like, dude, your YouTube channel's disappeared. They yeeted you, Akira the Don. You've been yeeted off the face of the internet. Really? I said, really? I've been yeeted off the internet? On this, of all days, this most auspicious day? I had a look, I was not yeeted, I was there. But uh, I had lots of messages. I mean, I was, uh, I was very busy today, you know, uh, taking advantage of the fact that my computer worked uh, today. It worked today, it was great. I mean, it mostly worked. It worked enough for me to get a great deal done, uh, just right up until the very last second before I went live, I was recording vocals for this mystery new album. And, uh, yeah, so that's all cool. I recorded a whole bunch of great vocals today. I pushed myself. I pushed myself extra hard. Sometimes with songs, it's like, uh, oh, that doesn't need a vocal. A little, a little lazy bit of you is like, oh, it's fine. It doesn't need a vocal. It's fine. It sounds good as it is. You don't need to try and find a melody there. Where's the melody? It's one word repeated. There's no melody. I went in. I found a melody. And it was very subtle. And I played, and it's very low in the mix. You know what I mean? It'll just trick your brain is what it will do. Yeah, it's like, not like an overt, big, big, glorious melody. It's like a little subtle thing. It'll just trick your brain because it'll just be a little bit catchier than it otherwise would have been. Just a teeny bit catchier. And that stuff is important. You know, I'm really, really trying to weaponize this art form. You know, this, this psychotechnology. I'm trying to make it work as powerfully as possible. And this new album that I did, uh, that I did, you know, uh, just did the whole thing in a day type thing now when I say I did it all in a day that means um, I basically made all the songs and arranged them and wrote them and put them all together but then you know the finessing the mixing and then today I've been adding bits of vocals and stuff so the, overall it will take more than a day but basically the whole thing was pretty much done in, was done in a day was laid out in a day written recorded in a day and uh, now I'm just doing tweaking and then I'll be sending it over to my boy uh, James in Melbourne tomorrow to mix it it will be the fastest one of all time I don't know why or I don't know how but I do and we'll talk about it when, when we, can, we can announce what it is but what it is is uh, a cheat guide a cheat code uh, to mastering the universe is what it is <laughs> so therefore it was important that I made it like extra extra catchy wherever I could because I want this to really really work and go into the subconscious of all of you and turn you all uh, into Masters of the Universe, you know? I think that'd be useful. What's up, D-Lard? Says, nice seeing you, bro. I started watching your interview with JBP today. Oh, nice. How's that? I've never seen it. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I've never actually watched my interview with JBP. Shouts out to my guy, Jordan Peterson. Um, getting ready to come back like Lazarus. Ooh! Uh, Shouts out to everybody. Who's the, who's the one was first? 
Who was first? Can I see them? I'll let them go over there. First award goes to Shannon31926. I think that was the name, Shannon. Shannon was here first, and Shannon didn't even have a picture next to her name. But she was in first, and she said, now I've just got to wait three hours. And uh, it ended up being three hours and ten minutes. Because, uh, you know, every day I've been doing this for 60 days and 60 nights, and every single day there'll be a new problem <laughs> just before it goes live. There'll be some kind of problem, and, I, and, I, and then I fix it. And then, and then, we, well, then we have the show. And that's happened every day for 60 days. I mean, how cool is that? You know, uh, today's problem was camera two just disappeared, and I had to do some weird stuff, and then it came back. Here it is. Hey, camera two. What up, camera two? How you doing, you lovely camera? Looking good, baby. Looking groovy. Looking nice. Uh, you look, you can see all the buttons and things. If you're looking on camera two, if you're listening on the podcast, just imagine a spaceship. Just imagine a beautiful spaceship, baby, and uh, you know you'll be in the right zone. You'll be in the right area. So yeah. Anyway, shout out to Shannon. Shannon was first, and uh, first is important. I love all those first people. So people who, like, people used to get mad annoyed by that, right? Oh, someone said first in the comments. I think it's good. Stake your claim. Why not? Why not? You should be proud of yourself. It's an achievement, being early. Why not? Why not? I'm proud of all the firsts. Love to all the firsts. And love to Old Man Gaming, Odd Man Gaming even. Odd Man Gaming is in the, hu- in the house. There's high all. Drops three of them wave emojis like a bounce. Powerful activities only in 2020. And, uh, yeah, shout out to everyone who's locked in for this 60th stream, 60 days and 60 nights. And we're going to celebrate today. Oh, I've got the wrong thing on. Uh, we're going to celebrate today. <laughs> Incremental improvements to fuck-ups. Uh, we're going to celebrate today by playing a classic lo-fi set, as in a lo-fi classic. As in only classics. You know what I mean? It's not going to be, like, rare ones that you've never heard or whatever. It's going to be the classics. Like, when you think of lo-fi as a genre, it's going to be that stuff for the most part, that's what it's going to be, you know, and uh, I haven't, I haven't, you know, planned it out, but uh, I'm very organized, you know, one of the ways I organize my DJ library is I tag every song that goes in there with lots of words, you know, lots of words, and I update it as I go along, so if, uh, you know, let's have a look at this one, let's just so check this, okay, here's this song, I might play this later, because it's a classic. Right, and that is tagged with uh, the key, the BPM, 80 BPM, uh, the energy. Uh, it's tagged with lots of words like forest, Alps, kickoff, pretty, spring, amazing, uh, remix, uh, gorgeous, fav, used, source, classic. Spacey, because I added classic after it became obvious that it was a classic, an eternal classic, you know. And I do that, and then that way I can bring up the songs I want at every given point. Whatever situation I'm in, I can pull forth songs, you know? And I've been doing this for a long time with all of my songs. i got, like, uh, how many songs are in this DJ library that I've done this to? 22,000 songs I've got in my DJ library currently, and they're all organized in that fashion. You know, and as I go deeper and deeper into my life, that library will grow and will become ever more vast and useful. And I'm applying that principle because I created that for my DJ library, and I created this system. A specific, each thing is tagged with the year it was made, the key it's in, the BPM, all the words it thinks of, and then there's like 
clusters for all those, and uh, I'm doing that with my whole life. <laughs> you know, I'm doing that with everything now. I'm doing that with people. I'm doing that with uh, all my various systems, the way I organize records, my catalog, uh, everything, really. Everything, baby. You know, why not? Why not? We have the tools. I honestly think, you know, we barely scratched the surface of the potential of what we can do with what we've got, let alone everything that's being invented and put together right now. There's so much stuff being put together right now. It's incredible. You know? Speaking of which, speaking of putting stuff together, uh, it's an auspicious day today. You know, uh, the uh, first single from the new Alan Watts album comes out tonight. Uh, at 9 p.m. PST, it will hit streaming services everywhere. Uh, you know, the first tri- the first uh, single release from the new What's What's Wave Six, The Web of Life Part Two, and we've been having a campaign for that. First time we've ever done that. We've had a uh, a crowdfunding campaign to make vinyl because people want vinyl. People have said, "If you're done, please make vinyl." So I said, "Okay, okay, we'll do it. We'll go out. We'll put ourselves out there." We'll have a crowdfunding campaign. Now, to make the vinyl, which is two, two albums, Web of Life 1 and Web of Life 2, uh, it's going to cost six grand minimum just to make, just to make like a hundred each, right? And that's the minimum order you can do. So we'll say, okay, that's the minimum. And let's see if, uh, you know, if we can hit that, then we'll make it, you know? And then, uh, and then you know, so let's see if we can do that. So, let, so yesterday we hit 90%. So uh, the computer, I haven't touched it since. Computer is on 90%. Let's refresh it and see where we're at. Let's see where we're at. Whoop! We're on a hundred and two percent. A hundred and two percent. So that means, brother, sister, that means that you're getting your What's Wave vinyl. What's Wave vinyl? Uh, not just one album, but two albums. And they're not just albums; they're double albums. You know, double albums. You'll get this, The Web of Life, and uh, this, The Web of Life Two. What's Wave Five and Six on vinyl? Look at this. This is actually going to happen now. This is now out of the realm of potential, hypothetical. This is now in the realm of reality. This is going to happen now. This is inevitable. In the words of your boy Thanos, this is inevitable. It's now, there's no, it's, now it's unstoppable. It's unstoppable. It's, it's happening, baby. It's a happening. So, uh, yeah, make some damn noise for yourself. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Vinyl baby. Yeah, what's cracking, chat? How you feeling about that? Uh, Johnny Moyne is in the building. He was early. Shouts out to him. T- number two on two day on time or early streaks for me. Incremental improvement unlocked. Proud of you. Proud of you. What up, DS Joannis? Looking happy. Glenn Barnett says, this real. Abadonis says, I am Iron Man. Yeah. Riz Christopher, says, hey, what are the stretch goals? Yeah, well, there you go. We're going to have stretch goals. Violet says, yes. Abadonis says, vinyl baby, we did it. Yeah, we did. We did it. Did it. Uh, it's happening. So, yeah, stretch goals we're going to have. The first stretch goal is going to be, uh, I added it to the campaign. I actually did an update. I didn't realize there was an update section, but I did an update. And I misspelled it. I spelled vinyl, vinyl. So I had to delete it and repost it. Because <laughs> uh, I'm amazing. You know, that's how I get down. Someone left a comment. That's nice. Let's have a look what the comment is. It says, uh, Thrilled for this. Let's get that purple going. Oh, uh, yeah, because guess what? Guess what? Stretch, stretch goals. We met our initial goal. Vinyl is confirmed. So it's stretch goal time. And what a stretch goal is, that basically means the way that stuff works is the more stuff you make, uh, the less expensive it is to make, or the more affordable, should I say. The more affordable it is to make. So uh, if we get up to seven grand, 
we will be able to make the vinyl coloured, which means a beautiful purple vinyl. Beautiful purple meaning wave vinyl, double vinyl. Not just not a single vinyl, double vinyl. Purple double vinyl if we hit our stretch goal of $7,000. That will be the first stretch goal. We go from a regular black vinyl to a gorgeous, shocking, uh, ultra-beautiful, ultra-aesthetic, ultra-meaning wave purple vinyl. Oh my God, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Who'd have thunk it? You know, two years ago when I invented Meaning Wave, uh, the idea that it would exist on purple vinyl and enough people would want it, that that could happen. I mean, you know, we don't know yet. Maybe we won't hit that stretch goal, but uh, I have a good feeling, baby. I've got a good feeling about this whole situation, gosh, damn it. <laughs> Violet says, sounds beautiful. Yes, it does, right? DS Joanna says, man, I'm hella happy. Love my life. Yo, Will, here's your special noise just for you, my guy. There you go. See, we're happy We're happy for you as well. And, uh, yeah. Glenn Barnett says, sticker brush would be awesome. What's sticker brush? Tell me what sticker brush is. Now, you're already getting stickers. There's a sticker pack that comes with the, uh, if you get both vinyl, if you buy vinyl one and vinyl two, you get stickers, baby. You get special stickers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. What a time to be alive. What up, James Gunn? Thank you for the super chat. He says, 1960s stream for the vinyl celebration. The vinyl countdown. Do, 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 do. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to do that. When, uh, when it closes. When the campaign closes and you can't order no more. Uh, today, James Gunn, we're doing uh, a classic lo-fi set to celebrate is what we're doing today. 60s uh, is an interesting idea. Uh... Yeah, I haven't done a 60s set, have I? I've done a 70s set. I could do an 80s set, too. 80s is really, like, yeetage, but I think we just have to realize that some of these DJ sets are just going to get yeeted, and that's just the way it is, you know? And uh, I'll just always upload those to the uh, members channel uh, to download uh, separate things. That's the way to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who's the Donkey Kong? Who's talking about Donkey Kong now? Oh, song from Donkey Kong Country 2, of course. Sorry, I was confused. I thought you were talking about stretch goals. Uh, yes, there is a, currently a poll, a poll, a poll poll. Is it poll or poll? I don't know. I'm a poll, technically. My grandfather is Polish. Did you know that? Did you know my grandfather was Polish? My surname, government surname, is Narkiewicz. Narkiewicz! Yeah, it is. And uh, apparently it used to be Koch Narkiewicz, but that didn't, was too long to put on the form, so they cut off the Koch back in the day. The K-O-T-C-Z. I don't know how true that is. But my surname is Narkiewicz, N-A-R-K-I-E-W-Y-C-Z. Shit rhymes if you're in America. And if you're in Britain, it's N-A-R-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z. It doesn't rhyme, you know. That's partly why I moved to this country, so that the surname would rhyme. <laughs> anyway, um, what was I talking about that? Oh, yeah, Paul or Paul. There's a poll on the uh, community tab on the YouTube. If you want to go over there and suggest uh, video game soundtracks for your boy Akira the Dawn to cover. Because uh, I've done a couple and people love it, so I'm going to do more. You know, I did that uh, aquatic ambiance. Aquatic ambiance, and people love that, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yankee Lover says, Akira, if you want to know what a sticker brush is, just scroll up a bit to my last comment. Didn't we just, didn't we just discuss? I'm getting so confused. I'm so confused, and I can't scroll for comments. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 the sticker brush forest thing from Donkey Kong 2. That's what you're talking about, and that's what Glenn was talking about. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, what up, d says, damn, I really want a cup of vinyl. Of course you do. Of course you want a copy of vinyl. Shit. You don't even need a record player to enjoy a vinyl. It's just a beautiful thing to behold, you know? You could frame it on your wall. You know, you could uh, you could use it as an art installation. 
Yes, you could. And then, uh, you know, when the uh, when the uh, particularly violent sunspot activity goes off and all your hard drives are wiped, you could make yourself your own record player using, like, uh, a toothbrush, you know, and uh, a large shell. I think that's how it works. Is that how it works? Do you think that's how it works, brother, sister? I think maybe that's how it works. Should we listen to a song from the Alamo album? Shall we? Shall we really? Uh, I think we should. I think it would be silly not to. I think it would be disrespectful not to. And then I think we'll have a lo-fi set. Celebrate some stuff. Come on. All right, that's enough of you, Action Bronson. Action Bronson. Uh, make some noise. Where's my clapping button? i got two clapping buttons. You ready? One. Hey, hey. Oh, that one didn't work. Why didn't it work? Oh, there it is. <laughs> hey. Make some noise, baby. Make some noise. Uh, this is uh, a song. It's a very beautiful song uh, called That Thing Which Really Is Genuine from Akira the Don and Alan Watts. And you'll be able to stream this on all streaming platforms tonight, baby. And uh, if you've backed the campaign, I'll be sending you an MP3. Yes, I will. Yeah, I will. Make some damn noise, baby. And welcome Robert Easley to level one. Think of camouflage. Ooh. The chameleon who changes its color. Think of the butterfly pretending it has eyes. Ooh. Think of the flower saying to the bee, like my honey. Bee says, wow. But then that means that the bee has to be. It has to go on living and all the trouble it takes to go around collecting honey and raising other bees and organizing itself and doing that dance which tells the other bees where there's more honey. There's all that stuff to do. But the flower was deceptive. Life is a drama and a drama is a deception. The big act. When you peel an onion and you don't really understand the nature of an onion, you might look for the pit in the center, like any ordinary fruit has. But the onion doesn't have a center. It's all skins. So when you get right down, there's nothing but a bunch of skins. You say, well, that was a kind of disappointing. But of course, you have to understand that the skins were the part that you eat. Well, in rather the same way, see, you find when you explore yourself, in your motivation, you go through and through, and you try to find out that thing which really is genuine. That thing which really is genuine. Well, in rather the same way, see, you find when you explore yourself, in your motivation, you go through and through, and you try to find out that thing which really is genuine. That thing which really is genuine. That's why in them, discipline. They give you koans which require a perfectly genuine act. An act of total and absolute sincerity. And people knock themselves out trying to do this thing. But they always know that the master's going to catch them. Because he reads their thought. There he does. You know that story of von Kleist about the man who had a fight with a bear and the bear would read his thoughts? So that the only way of hitting the bear was to do so not on purpose. Because the bear would know in advance. So it's the same in working with a Zen master. You have to do the genuine act, not on purpose. 
But since you were put in a situation where it's rather formal and you're supposed to do it on purpose, you're stuck, see? There you are. So you explore the onion and you go in and in and in and then you find, well, it's all a deception. Well, in rather the same way, you find when you explore yourself in your motivation. You go through and through and you try to find out that thing which really is genuine. That thing which really is genuine. Well, in rather the same way, you find when you explore yourself in your motivation. You go through and through and you try to find out that thing which really is genuine. That thing which really is genuine. Hey! Make some goddamn noise, baby. Make some goddamn noise. Well, holy cow. All right, chill, Mario. Yo, Akira the Dunn and Alan Watts, that thing which really is genuine. From Watts Wave 6, the Web of Life Part 2. That song hits all streaming services tonight. If you've pre-ordered, you will get uh, an MP3 in the mail. And uh, you can pre-order that uh, on digital and on vinyl. On vinyl now, yes you can. And uh, someone was just asking, St. Michael says, bro, where do I get this vinyl? Where do you get this vinyl, bro? You get this vinyl, bro. Uh, by hitting the link in the description of this video. Hit the link in the description of this video, and you will find a link to the Indiegogo campaign for the Web of Life uh, Part 2. And the Web of Life Part 1 also. Both are available on vinyl. And it's definitely happening now because we crossed our goal. We crossed our funding minimum. So now it's definitely going to get made. So now it's just a question of how dope it is. Now it's just a question of how dope it is, you know? Is it going to be black vinyl? Is it going to be purple? Is it going to be a double gatefold? Is it going to have a lyric insert? Is it going to have like a pop-up uh, kind of like Alan Watts thing where you open it up and he like pops out, you know? Gives you a kiss. Is it going to have any of that kind of thing? Who knows? We're going to find out though. We're going to find out what up, Abadonis. Says, love you all. We got that vinyl, baby. Lo-fi scream. ACD, you the man. Wave gang. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wave gang or drown, baby. Wave gang or capsize. Wave gang or get up the boat. Woo! Slash. Shabba. Yeah. Gibby. Ooh. Slash. Gang. Yes. Quite. Anyway, how's everyone feeling out there? How's everyone feeling? How's everyone feeling on this, uh... This 60th stream day, this day of 60 streams, that means uh, we've been indoors a long ass time. Um, I mean, I do go out. Personally, I don't know about you, I don't know how, uh, how creepy your local um, authorities are being. Personally, I go out and get a coffee every morning, you know, I go for a walk. Um, but that's about as much as I was going out anyway, you know. I mean, I used to have a studio, so I would go to the other side of Los Angeles... And uh, I would just go there and go into the studio. I'd be in the studio all day. I'd come back at 7 o'clock in the morning. And, I, you know, I'd pop out and get a coffee. That was about it. You know, it hasn't really messed with my personal movements that much. Uh, it's just meant that I've been in the, in the crib. So it mean, means I see so much more of my family. You know, and that's a beautiful thing. Getting to see my little boy grow up, you know, just right in front of me. Every day, he's like an inch taller. 
uh, and, a, and a, a, at least a yard smarter, asking very deep questions, making very deep observations, singing and a dancing, recording freestyles, uh, making things, uh, playing video games, you know, just being beautiful. You know, I'll be seeing my wife all the time. She'd be, she'd be beautiful. Shout out to my wife. Uh, she's been all day today. Uh, she's been dealing with the uh, customer service and uh, stuff with the shop. Uh, she's been communicating with the manufacturers of our merch. You know, seeing what's going on there, seeing how close these face masks are to being shipped out. Um, they were supposed to have already gone out, but they haven't. They're very close to, apparently, but she's finding out exactly how close that is. God bless. And uh, we will be informed. Well, she's been emailing people all day. But, yeah, if you're waiting for a face mask, uh, we're on it. And uh, you'll be getting an email off Charlotte, I imagine. Anyway, but feel free to hit her up as well, if you'd like to. Uh, and she's been sorting that stuff. Uh, T-shirts and things like that, that's fine. That's not affected. Uh, people in Texas have been getting those out, like, bang on time. But yeah, the masks are taking longer than expected because there were so many mask orders, uh, and our guys in LA who are making them have to prioritize the government ones first, which took longer than expected because there was more of them or something. You know, but anyway, they're coming, baby. They're coming. And uh, it's not like you're not going to be needing them for the next year or two anyway, because that's just the game that we're playing right now. That's the game we're playing. We're cosplaying as Blady and uh, Blady fans in uh, over the past couple of years, and that's just how we're living our lives right now, for good or ill. That's just the game we're playing, baby. And, uh, yeah. I don't have that much to, like, here's the thing. My wife goes to Target, you know? She does that stuff. So she goes out and she sees the weird shit, and she's in the lions and dealing with the slightly creepy aspect of it. I just have nothing very much to do with that, personally. I'll just be, like, hanging out with you guys and making music. So I've really enjoyed this whole period, personally. You know, I've really enjoyed hanging out with you guys. I've really enjoyed streaming every day. I've really enjoyed DJing every day. and really enjoyed, like, seeing so much more of my family. So I've just been seeing that side of it. But how about you? How about you? Uh, Abidonish says, that's beautiful, baby. I'm glad you made masks, not only for us, but for the hardest working men and women out there right now. Salute. Yeah, you know, they had to come first. You know, then, uh, and they have. So that's good. So they've done that. They've met their obligations, uh, to the frontline types, you know, and, uh, they're doing ours. They've, uh, they've printed them and they've stitched them. There's one more bit of the process they're doing. But anyway, yeah. I'll give you a full report on that, like, probably tomorrow. And yeah, Charlotte will be in touch with you. Uh, Broken Umbrella says, can't wait to sport my mask before the creepy mask police. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm the same. You know, it's like, all right, if you can say we're going to wear, wear masks, then we'll wear really cool ones. You know, when they're like, we'll put, we'll put our vibes on our face and put that in your face, baby. And lo, our vibes will spread. And yeah, it'll be cool. Great Flower says, Meaning Wave customer service, 10 out of 10. You know, we trying, baby. We trying. We trying. You know, it's, I get emails every day of people going, in these... What do they always say? What do they call it? In these trying times. Look, all try times are trying. Damn, you know I mean, they better be trying, otherwise you ain't trying hard enough, fool. Gee. They're like, oh, and people talking about trying times and new normals and this, that, and the other. What was the thing we was talking about today? Like, they certain people are sending, certain places are sending kids back to school. Not seemingly with any rhyme or reason, because there's no rhyme or reason in any, in any of this stuff, really. One way of looking at it would be as a giant shit test. You know, just see what you can get away with. But, um, 
some place is sending kids back to school, and they're doing this creepy thing where it's like, uh, you know, the kid, they're like saying the kids, right, you have to stand this far apart, you're not allowed to touch each other or hug or play and all this, or you're not allowed to, you know, yada, 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 and people are like, oh, school, it's like, it's inhumane, it's like, they're just, you know, the, the way they treat them, is it's like, you're just noticing, it's not like this is new, this isn't new. None of this is new. It's just certain aspects of this are making things that have been the case forever quite explicit. You know, maybe if you hadn't been paying that much attention, you might not have noticed that schools were like 12-step brainwash camps for uh, a bygone era, you know, and, uh, and not in any way humane. They're like little prisons for children, so you don't have to look after them yourself, you know, shit like that. But uh, <laughs> now people be noticing and, uh, you know, that could only be a good thing as far as I'm concerned. That could only be a good thing. Michael in Seattle says, can I offer you customer service for these trying times? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. What I like is all the, uh, all the plug-in people, like, just, like, like, certain industries are like, ugh. They just, like, hit you up every day, you know, in these uncertain times. Buy all of our plugins. <laughs> all right. If the deal is good enough, baby, and if it's a useful plug-in, maybe I will. I feel bad for all these uh, DJ record pool guys. All these record pool guys. If you're a DJ, you might be, you're probably in a record pool if you're a club DJ. Record pools are the places where you pay a subscription fee, and then you can download all the new records as they come out, all the new club records. Ain't no clubs. You know what I mean? So club DJing. I mean, people are on Instagram, like, acting like they're in the club, but I don't think it works because you're not in the club. That's why I DJ the way I do over here. I'm DJing for the indoors, you know? I'm doing indoor DJ sets, you know? So sometimes you might want to be chill indoors. Sometimes you might be wanting to be funky indoors. But it ain't the club. It's a different environment, you know what I mean? You need to be able to DJ for the, right, for the environment that you're DJing to. You know, if you're DJing a cocktail party, it's not going to be the same as DJing a rave, you know? And these cats on Instagram, they're just acting like they're still in the club. But you ain't in the club, fool. But either way, these uh, record pools... You know, uh, I was in a couple record pools. I cancelled those straight away. I don't need no uh, stuck in an effing part two, yaggedy yaggedy yagga to play on the meaning street. You know what I mean? I don't need that. I don't need that. No, I don't care about that new Drake. I don't need to know what Drake is up to with his out of tune 808s and whatever he's up to this week. That, that, that means nothing in this context. Now, I'll listen to stuff to keep the rest of sounds and stuff, but club music has just seemed completely pointless for the past two months, which is very interesting. is I'm interested to see, because the spell has been broken for a lot of people, and I'm interested to see if, uh, if it ever comes back. Because maybe it never will. There's something going on right now. I have a friend, uh, he works at a record label, he was telling me um, that basically the major record labels are currently being held hostage uh, by some hackers. And these hackers have somehow accessed the private emails and uh, data of all their artists. That includes people like Rihanna and Drake on the superstar level, but it goes right down to the bottom. And this hacking group, whatever this hacking group really is, we can talk about that more a bit later, but uh, they are uh, demanding, I believe it's $21 million. They're demanding a ransom of $21 million from the major record labels. Otherwise, they're going to leak all this stuff. Now, what all this stuff contains... It's not just private emails, it's not just like nudes and that kind of silliness. It's also the 
contractual details of these people. It's the NDAs, the non-disclosure agreements. It's all the shit that they've got up to and then got people to pay their way out of. It's all the silly stuff they've done they've tried to cover up. And it's also all their bullshit contracts because they're all out there like flossing away, like, oh, like pretend, you know, renting things and this and that and the other and selling you a, a, a fake lifestyle that doesn't exist, that hasn't existed for a long time, shall we say. Maybe an aspect of it existed at one point, but hasn't for a long time. And uh, that's all going to come to light unless the major record labels, I can't remember if it's all three of them or just one of them, pay the $21 million that's been asked for. What a time to be alive. You know, and uh, if the, apparently if they don't get it this week, uh, they're going to leak something major to prove that they really mean business. You know the way that, like, in the Big Lebowski, they sent the little toe? You know what I mean? Just to prove they meant business, they sent that little toe in a matchbox. You know what I mean? So you're going to be getting a little toe in a matchbox from uh, the uh, someone like Drake. Some, something like that is going to drop this week. You know what I mean? So we're talking, we're talking contractual... Uh, clarity, but basically if this stuff comes out, you're going to get the facts, Jack. You're going to see how these people really live in, what kind of deals they really got, what kind of messed up, messed up stuff they've really done that they don't want you to know about, all that type of thing. You know, I'd be like, damn, don't pay these hackers. Just don't do it. I want to know. I want, well, not that I want to know because I already know a lot of this stuff, but I want everyone to know. You know, I want the spells to be broken. This is the perfect time because half the spells already been broken because everyone's at home and no one's in the club so that the uh, the mirage and the glamour, as you would call it, that's cast by the context and the vibes and the drink and all that, uh, that being gone has laid the whole thing bare. You have been in a nightclub and uh, they turn the lights on at the end of the club a bit too quick and a bit too fast and you see the truth. You see everyone's... It was all dark and everyone was all beautiful in that and then they suddenly turn the lights on and you can see everyone's all messed up and drunk and smeared faces and weird clothes and pants around their ankles and crap all over the floor and the, 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 uh, the, the seats, you know, the, um, the, the sofas or whatever, the couches that you paid for so much for to sit on them, the bottle service you paid thousands of dollars for to be on these couches, and you can see the couches are disgusting and covered in stains and God knows what. God knows what weird, creepy, sticky stuff is there, you know what I mean? The end of the night when they turn those lights on, you see the truth. That shit happening globally, baby, and that shit happening to the music industry right now, you know? And if this shit drops, then boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. So Michael says, amnesia, a beeper when the lights come on. <laughs> it's a living hell. <laughs> WMIV says, the original Red Bull turning the lights on in the club. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're like, damn. You were dancing with this person all night and suddenly you see they got the flesh-eating disease. You're like, oh, shit. Damn, why didn't you tell me you had the flesh-eating disease? You're like, you didn't ask. You just came up and started grinding on me. What was I going to say? You know? Lights on, baby. Hey, hey. But, uh, yeah, here's, but here's one thing. I have a slight theory on this uh, extortion of the music industry thing. Because what if... Well, okay, here's another thing. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but streaming numbers plummeted. When this whole shit started 60 days ago, whatever it was, streaming numbers plummeted. And one of the reasons streaming numbers plummeted was that they, they stopped being able to use their bot farms for all their fake streams that they use on all their artists. I don't know if you remember, a few years ago, 
there was an audit done. Some new technologies came out, and they were able to tell what were fake accounts and what weren't. And you could see that uh, I think it was 60% of Diddy's uh, online following was fake, for example. And uh, something like 40-something, I think it was percent of Rihanna's streams were fake. And so on and so forth. And then you start, when people were analyzing this stuff, you realize, oh, all major label acts, the majority of their first week numbers are fake. Because they pump on fake botted numbers to make it look like it's successful. Because one of the major persuasion rules is that, you know, you're more likely to buy into something if other people are. You know, so if a thing looks like it's successful, then more people are, are going to do it. Uh, let's take, for example, this campaign we're running. Now that it's funded, I suspect it will start doing, it will do a lot better because now it's obviously successful. When there was like the chance that mm, maybe it's not successful, some people would stay away, you know? And, uh, but when this, uh, when this shit happened 60 days ago or whatever, streaming numbers collapsed. Now, they were down across the board organically because everyone's indoors watching Tiger King and they're not uh, listening to their Spotify workout playlist or whatever it is, right? So there was a little drop. I had a 15% drop in the first couple of weeks, but then we rebuilt, and now we're, we're doing better than we were before on the overall streaming uh, Spotify and stuff like that. But the record industry is down 30-something percent overall, like in uh, organic or whatever you want to call it, and they stopped using their bot farms. You could see they weren't using them. I was like, oh, maybe they've all got, like, maybe they're all ill. Maybe they've all got the Tom Hanks disease, all the people working in those bot farms. You know, maybe they just can't afford it. Uh, maybe they're expensive now. I don't know what it was, but something happened. And I didn't see them activate the bot farms until Takashi 69 came back the other day. And then they just pressed all the bot buttons. <laughs> it was really obvious that the bots were out for that situation. But there's, something, so, there's so much stuff going on with that situation. That's like a whole podcast and a whole stream in itself. If you don't know what that is, um, how could you describe it? Okay, there's a rapper. He's called Takashi 69 He's like rainbow head. He uses all of Curtis King, he uses all of, sorry, Curtis, um, 50 Cent's uh, playbook, Jordan Peterson playbook, the one where it's like you get involved in mad drama and that brings people to you, but then you've got like a big body of work that keeps them interested or whatever. Takashi 6 ix is a very modern artist. He didn't really have the big body of work, but he kept trolling and bullying and creating, creating drama so that he was just constantly uh, in the news, on people's minds, all that type of thing, you know. And uh, what did he do? He basically kind of like, he joined the Bloods. He kind of like, he swore into the Bloods uh, for clout, you know, to be cool. To get that clout. So he could get them all in his music videos. He could have loads of people with red bandanas mobbing in his music videos and look crazy, you know. He could run around causing shit and calling, getting, getting into conflicts and then have lots of backup. You know, but then those guys did some stuff he didn't like, like... Uh, you know, they one of them stole his lady, and some of them beat him up for saying some stuff he shouldn't have said or whatever. And uh, the whole thing kind of looks like it was the setup from the beginning, to be honest. But uh, anyway, basically what happened was that uh, he, he snitched, and uh, lots of people went to jail for a very long time. Apart from him, he's out. He's already out. This only happened last year, and he's already out. He got let, he was already going to be out pretty early. He was supposed to be getting like two years. But then they just let him out because of uh, corona, because of the old Tom Hanks disease. They just let him out. They're like, all right, well, you can go chill in your crib. You can be under house arrest and still go and shoot music videos. It's like, everyone's under house arrest. That's crazy. So the guy, you know, who, who organized, supposedly organized, well, not supposedly, I saw him do it on a video. Organized hits on people, tried to have Chief Keith killed and shit, stuff of that nature. 
the guy who's involved in all sorts of awful stuff, including, uh, you know, messing with minors on film. Like, lots of creepy, creepy stuff of that nature. Um, they let him out. And they basically gave him what they gave you. They said, stay, just stay in your house. You know, so he's back out there, back at it, you know, the, and the record label put all the bots out. Put the bots on, it, on his music. So he's, he's like the biggest, the biggest act of the year. Once upon a time in hip-hop, you were not allowed to snitch. That was rule number one in hip-hop, you know? Well, no, rule number one, I guess, was you've got to be real. You know, you've got to be real. I've said it before. I read a book by Ron and Roe when I was a kid, and uh, it said that all the hip-hops have been about... It's, only ever, it's, it's core message. I think Chuck T said this was, I am somebody. You know, I am somebody. It's, it's like the voice of the unheard, you know? You know, I exist. But it was the idea was that it was a voice of authenticity. It's like, I exist, and this is the existence. This is the truth of it. This is the facts of it. This is the thing they won't tell you. This is the thing that they won't show you. This is the thing that has been covered up. And, of course, that, you know, changed over the years as hip-hop became, uh, you know, it, it ate the world. Like in Akira, you know, it, it took everything into itself. Um, and then the world ate it in turn, you know. The, the signs, the writing was on the wall when Rick Ross got big a decade ago. And it, it was okay. Rick Ross is a, is a rapper. He's called Rick Ross. He literally took his name from a drug dealer called Rick Ross. He took his look, the beard, the shaved head, the sunglasses, from an actual drug dealer called Rick Ross. And he just basically took that guy's whole life and pretended that was his life. But yeah, it was obviously a pretense. I remember reading an interview he did for Double XL, and he was just pretending to be this guy in the interview. And yeah, I remember him saying, I need 10 million a year just to function. You know, he's talking about, uh, you know, you remember he had the classic lines, you know, I know Noriega, the real Noriega. He owes me 100 favors, all that. Now, like, obviously the guy is capping, as you know, uh, it, obviously, but it didn't used to be that way. Like, it used to be that kind of there were lines drawn, and if someone was telling a story, then you knew they were telling a story, but then, then you just had a lot of people just straight up just, like, pretending to be things. And, if, you know, if you're paying attention, you knew what was going on, but a lot of people didn't. It was kind of, it was kind of weird. But everyone decided it was okay. It was this agreement made between everybody that it was okay. We like Rick Ross. His music's really good. He chooses really good beats. He's entertaining. It's okay. But once that was okay... And all the youngings saw that, and they said, oh. So all that stuff you used to say about keeping it real, you didn't mean that. You didn't mean that, did you? Because, like, something came along that was not so called keeping it real, but you let it live because you found it entertaining and it made you money or whatever it was. So then it was like, all right, whatever. And then every generation that came after that, just, whatever, I'll just make some stuff up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What they, what they realized was the most important currency was attention. It had nothing to do with, like, how good your stuff was or whatever it was. It was just, can you get attention? Can you keep that attention? Get that attention and keep it in any way possible. And now here we are. And where we are is a place where that old music industry doesn't exist anymore. It's just a mirage. In the same way that there is no gold standard for money, uh, there, is no, there is no real... There's not really anything in the music industry. There is no gold left. It's just all printed money. It's just money and printed money and copies of printed money and digital numbers on screens. And people just go in the back end and hack it, you know? That's all that's left of the music industry. And I think this has been a long way of coming back to a point. And the point was, is uh, those people, 
The shadowy hackers that are extorting the music industry? What if that's just the music industry? Just getting that last money out of there. While it still can. Let's get that 21 million for that stuff, and let's get it for this stuff, and let's just squeeze out every last bit of money before everyone notices that the jig is up. There aren't any superstars anymore. There's no new Madonnas, there's no new Beatles, there's no new, like, Snoop Dogs or whatever. There are no new, there's no new superstars. The last generation of, like, big artists, say in the rap world, they were from 10 years ago. And they were already B-list versions of the ones that came before. Like a Wale or a Kendrick Lamar or whatever, that's not on the same level as uh, a Nas, you know, or an ODB or whatever it is. On a cultural significance level, it's not the same level. You're not even talking about the same ballpark. You ain't talking about the same uh, dimension. You know what I mean? That's not even 2D to 3D. That's like, I don't know, it's underneath that. There are no more superstars. For good or ill. And there's lots of good in it. I've told you before, I think it's a wonderful situation when you have an artist like Young Lean. And he can exist. And he can sell out tours. And you know, he can, he can live off of his music. And be weird and uncompromising. And strange and beautiful. And that's okay. And that's what's good about this whole situation. You know... Things like that can exist. Meaning wave can exist. Completely off on, over here. Completely ignored by that whole thing over there. Completely unbeholden to that thing over there. That thing over there doesn't matter to, to meaning wave. You know? But yeah, that, that system's gone. That system's over. It's been gone and over. And that extortion that's happening right now, I think, if I was, uh, you know, if I was a, a betting guy, I would bet that's inside job. I bet that that's the inside job, and we're going to be seeing a lot more of these inside jobs over the coming months and weeks. ASCAP isn't paying anyone. The people who pay people for their publishing money, they've sent out emails. They're not paying anyone. The music industry, there's not going to be any tours. There's no festivals this year. They're not going to be any next year either. There's going to be no tours for the next two years. That's all gone. There's no more superstars, and there's no more record industry the way that it was. It's gone. I don't think it's going to come back. I don't think that's a bad thing. Hey, 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 hey. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo. Just as everyone looked in, Davey G says people have been playing that act since the 80s. When the cap acts. Yeah, cap bin, cap bin. You know, payola was the thing that everyone was talking about. You just, as long as the music industry has existed, it's been a gangster operation. It's been a gangster arrangement. A gangster operation and a gangster arrangement. That is the music industry from Dot. When they first got those guys in and said, oh, hey, look at these jazz guys. And they said, oh, hey, you're good. You play us a bit of music and we'll give you some heroin. And they literally did that. Some of those biggest early 50s records, the guys that played on those records, they were paid in heroin. And, and, those, uh, and other people kept all the money and still do. Those things which still generate money, they ain't never made, generate no money for the people that made them. The people that made them got paid in smack, baby. The record industry had been that way from the beginning. Its genesis was one of filth and sorrow and deception. And his death should be the same. Amen.
And you know, I'm going to play uh, a DJ set in a minute, but before I do, in honor of this, in honor of their gangster arrangement, I think I'll play a song of the new Alan Watson Akira the Don album called Gangster Arrangement. Hey, hey. Now, this is a very strange thing, you see, that it is partly true that the universe, so far as its biological aspect is concerned, is this weird system that lives by everybody eating everybody else. Only what we do to maintain what is called order and civilization is that various species make agreement that they won't eat each other. They'll cooperate and so be an enormous gang which can beat down the others. So the human being is the most successful so far of this gangster arrangement. We are the most predatory monsters on earth. And we have cooperated to assault the fish and the vegetables and the chickens and the cows and everything, you see. Only we do it by not letting our left hand know what our right hand do it. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, unless gentlemen happen to be prone to going hunting for sport, they don't see their food killed. They don't see the slaughterhouse. And so what you get in the butcher in the market, a steak, no, is a thing in its own right. It has nothing to do with a cow. Steak is a thing shaped up and so, and it looks as if it might be like a banana or something like that, you know. And nobody worries. And when a fish is served up, it does indeed look like a fish, but it's not the squiggly, squirmy fish that comes out on the end of the fisherman's line. You know, when you really fish, you realize that the fish doesn't like it very much. So this gangster arrangement. We are the most predatory monsters on Earth. So let me repeat. So let me repeat. So this gangster arrangement. So this gangster arrangement. We are the most predatory monsters on Earth. So let me repeat. So let me repeat. So this gangster arrangement. There is that absolutely extraordinary side of things that is really terrifying. And so let me repeat the illustration I used of the cross in the net, where one side of it is the cut and eat teeth that chew and get this thing in. And the opening side of it is like James Joyce's Ulysses. The girl who says yes, and I said yes, yes, yes. She wants to be absolutely ravished by her man, see? So it's open, open, open. But now comes the, if we take the dark view of things, the horrible view. Excuse me if I go into some rather grisly details, but have you ever heard of a vagina dentata? That is the idea that in the sexual organ of the woman there are teeth. And a lot of men have this fantasy, and so are rendered impotent. They don't make love. Because they feel that the price of this blessed experience, this creative experience, loving experience, is you're going to get cut. You're going to get emasculated. 
you're going to lose your precious member from this gangster arrangement. We are the most predatory monsters on earth. So let me repeat. So let me repeat from this gangster arrangement. From this gangster arrangement. We are the most predatory monsters on earth. So let me repeat. So let me repeat from this gangster arrangement. And, uh, this is a very ancient fantasy. It appears throughout all known history. Because this is simply the woman's come up, where she attracts, but she's out really to get you. She is basically a spider mother, <laughs> who is, is selfish and uh, doesn't really love you, not really, but says she does. And of course, there are on the other side all the tricks of the men. You can go without mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> Kira the Don and Alan Watts there with that gangster arrangement from the brand new album The Web of Life Part 2, Watts Wave 6. Yeah, what a beautiful song that is. <laughs> Vagina Dentata. Yo, how many pop songs have you heard about Virginia Dentata this week? Oh my goodness. Shouts out to all the spider mothers. And uh, shouts out to the chat. Shouts out to the duck gang. And uh, shouts out to the wave gang. Shouts out to the regulators. Regulators in the house. What's been going on in the chat? Shouts are so fast. But there's some bad vibes. Will people have having an argument? Anyone? I can't say anything. Looks good. Looks good. Yo, 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 yo. Skittle 69 ruins my vibes, says Flocket 7. <laughs> Bless it. You know, part of me is like, oh, that kid, he's just a kid, you know, he's just playing by the rules that the society gave him or whatever. And part of me is like, ugh. Um, but whatever. You can't, I mean, I, I just don't be judging other people, you know. You know, I don't know what's going on in anyone's life. I don't know what's up, you know what I mean? Uh, don't hate the player, hate the game, all that. Now, the game. Yeah, the game being the, the game being cold, the game being cold, baby. But uh, there's a new game now. There's a new game being created. There's a new world being built in the ashes of the old, and uh, it's up to us to uh, help fashion it. You know, we get to dream this dream. We get to build this world. Yes, we do. And that's cool. I'm excited. You know, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, I tried to look back in the chat see if there was anything I needed to regulate or address. It, I didn't see. It looks fine. Post1012 says, why are you called Akira the Dawn? My buddies want to know. I just told this story yesterday. That's so about is yesterday. The very short of it is that I was uh, called Akira. And the reason I was called Akira was just because I, I took it from the anime, which was very influential on me. I saw it when I was like 10, and uh, it ripped a hole in my reality, and it reshaped my mind in the same way that, say, uh, acid does for people, you know, or the same way a, a religious experience might, or something like that. It did that for me. Uh, my friend Grant Morrison, he's a comic book writer from Scotland. Uh, he told me about uh, when he was about that age, he saw 2001 A Space Odyssey. And that was for him an alchemical transformative experience that changed his life and set him on a new path. And uh, Akira did that for me. So I took that name to be my name. 
And then uh, I became Akira the Don one day on talk. So we, we were freestyling every day. We had to freestyle to communicate. And I just became particularly good at freestyling, you know, and I ordered a sandwich in a very cool fashion. Then demolished one of my enemies in rap battle. And, and uh, you know, flushed with the glory of my success, I declared myself Akira the Don. And then that became the truth. You know, that became the truth. You can say a thing and it becomes true. You know, here's one thing I did, for example. I said, uh, I added my name. You know, I said, Akira the Don. He's got clout. What happened? And everyone said, oh, yeah, Akira the Don, he's got clout. And now everywhere I go, they go, oh, yeah, he's got clout. And then it becomes true. You can do that. You know, naming is powerful. You know, if you don't already have a powerful name, you could give yourself one if you wanted. And then it will become true. I called my son Hercules, you know, and uh, he's a very powerful young creature, you know, he's, he's called Hercules because he knows he's of God, you know, he's a, he's that cross between God and human, and what is human? It's that cross between God and human, baby, <laughs> that's what it is. Ooh, ooh, Akira, you know what I mean, that's just facts, that's the stuff that we all know, ooh, ooh, ooh. Johnny Muin says, I need a powerful name. Well, get yourself one, baby. I mean, your name is pretty powerful anyway. Johnny Muin sounds powerful to me. It sounds like a powerful name. It sounds cool. It sounds like a rock and roll name. I don't know what Muin means. I bet if we looked it up, it means something powerful. We'll see. You know? Johnny Muin says, I am sexy, psychedelic, brilliant, exacting, precise, fun, creative. Well, there you go. Valvina says, Hercules has too much clout. Is there such a thing? I mean, I guess we'll find out as he grows, you know? As he grows into the world, what kind of what kind of powerful presence will he have? What will he do in this world? What will he do to the world? The world is his to do with as he wishes. I mean, that's the same for all of us. What will he do? What will he wish to do? What will you wish to do, Valvinus? Your name is indeed very powerful. Small in Australia says Siren knows the that Hercules has got clout. Oh yes, you do. And uh, Hercules knows that Siren. You know, Siren go where she go. She's Siren. That's her name. She calls Siren, you know. They're playing Minecraft right now. And uh, right now I'm going to play a classic lo-fi set. So there. Thank you. 
Yo, that was, uh, that was the straight life like classics right there. You know, I could play, uh, I could play life like classics all day. You know, here's one right now. Here's another one. I got so many, baby. I got so many, like, hey, chill, little guys. Chill, little guys. You get out of here, okay? Well, maybe, they look happy. Maybe I should leave a couple of them, huh? What do you reckon? Leave a couple of those dancers up on stage, baby. You know. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Val Venus saying, what can, can we get a what you won't do for love? What you won't do for love. I can't remember what that is. Ooh, ooh. Triad says, is the color off or did he get busted in the cheek on the right side? Are you talking about me? We got a purple gel on the uh, camera. That's probably what it is. I can't see. Anyway. How you doing out there, baby? Make some noise for your damn self. Ooh, 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 ooh. That was pretty, huh? 
That was pretty. And, um, yeah, pretty like a couple of titties. And, uh, ooh, ooh, shouts out to True Romance. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, shouts out to the whole damn chat. Shouts out to the whole damn squad. Shouts out to everybody locked in across space and time. You know, we ain't do that international high five yet. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We were late on that today, huh? Your boy Akira the Don Ryan getting into his, his conspiracies about the death of the music industry. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We didn't do no international high five. What the heck? What the heck? But you know, I'm just a but humble beat farmer. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of vibes to regulate. And, you know, I'm just doing my best out here. I was just thinking, though, uh, i got a lot of joints, you know. I've got a lot of joints in my DJ library. If I wanted to, I could play just lo-fi songs for 5.6 days without stopping. I could just straight DJ lo-fi songs for 5.6 days without stopping, according to my DJ library. That's pretty crazy. You know, it's one of those things where you're like, huh, maybe I should. (laughs) Maybe I should. I've been toying with the idea of doing, uh, you know, doing a 24-hour stream. It's good to push yourself once in a while. You know? It's not like I haven't done things like that before. I've done things like that before. Anyway. Cassandra says, do it. Would you be here? Would you come and support your friendly neighborhood beat farmer? You know, if he was up here for 24 hours. I've been here for 60 days and 60 nights, you know. 60 days and 60 nights of vibe regulation up in this piece. Dakota Satan says, how long could you play Jungle? Not as long. I don't have as many Jungle records in my contemporary DJ library. But that's because my contemporary DJ library was assembled. I started building this one uh, in, like, uh, 2014. Just before I moved to America. So it was initially built as a, as a library for club DJing in... Uh, in Los Angeles and there's not much of a call for jungle there in fact I only have 59 jungle songs in this DJ library and this DJ library evolved because then I started bringing in like uh, source wave radio type joints stuff for what I was calling indoors DJing like DJing for people just getting in from the club and for people in their cribs you know so this current DJ library is a cross between those two things but then over on my other computer over there I've got a music library of some additional 150k tracks of which there'll be a lot of drum and bass in there but that's not in this machine I have to integrate that at some point because I keep wanting to play stuff now we're doing this indoors DJing thing you know I keep wanting, you know, there'll be like uh, an Anticon record from 2000 that I want to play. But it's on that machine over there, you know. i got a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that, like, it's not on uh, streaming services. Now, and you can't, I can't DJ off streaming services anyway. It doesn't, streaming services don't work with the DJ software. That's something that's coming, I assume. But it's not there yet. But right now, you've got to have to have, you know, downloaded the MP3. And anyway, the way I work, I've told you, is like, I like to bring that music in. I like to listen to it. I like to set, like, points in it. I, I set little markers in it. That's what these things on the pads are. So I can jump around in the song, jump to a chorus or whatever. I like to hit it with hundreds of words that describe how it makes me feel so I can remember it in the future, you know. I can summon it if I need to summon it, you know. Uh, yeah, what's going on with uh, YouTube hero Alex? What's he done? 
People in the chat are making noise for YouTube Hero Alex as well. They should, because, you know, he's a great man. He's a great man. I've got a, I've got a button. I've got a banner, even. Look, see, there's a banner. It's going across the screen right now, announcing the greatness of YouTube Hero Alex, because what a guy. You know, he just moderates that chat. He just moderates that thing. He gets it in. But we've got to do the international high five before I go. You know, I've got to go. I've got to keep working on this uh, this music. Uh, the Alan Watts uh, single is coming out at 9 p.m. PST. That's just uh, that's just 47 minutes. So I've got to do lots of stuff for that. You know, I have to create web pages and write things and email people links. You know, I've got to send people MP3s and all that sort of stuff. A lot of work. Every time I drop something, it's a lot of work, baby. You know, there's a lot of things you've got to do. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Right, well, that one's for Alex. You know? I heard it. Word around town. Word around town. He got some, you know? Got to shout out. I got to shout out the fam. Elite. I got to shout out the people that have been supporting during this stream. I got to shout out Odd Man Gaming. You know I do. Got to shout out James Gone, you know I do. That unofficial sound man. I got to shout out Robert Easley, that new member. Hey. Ooh. I got to shout out Abedonish. I got to shout out Francis Lanza. He says Grant Morrison wrote my favorite Batman run of all time. Zurana! Zurana! You know? Yeah, I was saying to someone the other day, Thin White Duke of Death Joker is my favorite Joker. What up, St. Michael? What up, Hogwarts? Another new member. Welcome to the channel, Hogwarts. What up, Roberto Sanchez? Thank you for your support. You are very much appreciated. And the last person, YouTube won't show me their name. There's someone else I need to thank. And YouTube won't show me the name. What are you doing, YouTube? Don't do me like this. I've got to thank my people. That's just disgusting. Wow. Music's powerful, right? You know, if I had some more jaunty music on behind this, I'd be talking louder, but there's something about this track that's just making me whisper. Hey. There you go. I used a hack. It was Investing DJ. Thank you, Investing DJ. Says thanks to Kira. Thank you, Investing DJ. Thank you, all you guys who are locked in and powering the wave with your love and your beauty. We've got to do the international high five. Rep your set. Tell me where you are and tell me how this set made you feel. Two, one word for each. Where are you? How did this set make you feel? Bradford White says music is key. It's the way we're set free from all this world. Is throwing at me. Oh, that's nice. Great flash. There's one day Akira's going to walk into shout outs with a megaphone. We're going to have minds blown. That rhymed. I got a megaphone sound on here. You see that you hit that? I mean, that's what I can do. That's the levels of technological capacity in my spaceship. I can just turn it on a megaphone voice and be talking to you through the megaphone voice. You know? 
Texas feels regulated. San Fuego in Australia feels soothed. Johnny Mine in our Iowa feels nothing. Sheila Ferreria in Nashville feels classic. Johnny Moen feels cheap. Grey Flower says yeah. The triode feels mellow in Illinois. Abadonish in Indiana feels thankful. St. Michael in the UK feels chill. Roberto Sanchez in Florida feels blissful. Cassandra in Montreal. Mind blow. Sydney Bailey in Cali relaxed. Andrew Kamarami in Toronto just fell off the screen. Nostalgic. Chris Bear and Nubra NY helped drown out the gunshots. Busy in Cali. Chris, yeah, just can't stay aware. This made me feel connected. WMIV and MD reflective. Word XP, congrats again on hitting 16. Abadonish, there it is. Great flower on, gets happy. Cindy Bailey, love. Johnny Wen, the boys show. I just gonna read the whole chat. That would be funny, right? I could just read the chat all night over beats. Oh my god. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, that's a concept. There's a concept. Imagine that. I could just read the chat over beats, and that would be the whole stream. That would be crazy. Imagine. YouTube Hero and oh, YouTube Hero Alex in Canada. Feeling extremely blessed. Hey. Sheila D in Canada. This set me feel so comfortable. This set made me feel so comfortable. I got a homesickness type feeling. Sometimes and your music eliminates that. Oh, that's nice. Hey. Hey, hey. Johnny Moyne says I would be so down for that. C Dredge says it sounds like how. Daniel Groves says, rap the chat. Rap the chat. Rap the chat. I mean, there's a concept, right? Rap in the chat. The thing is that, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. That's a great responsibility for you. You'd have to say some sick shit. You know, you'd have to say some sick shit, baby. St. Michael's does read meditation by Marcus Aurelius back to chill beats. That would be good. Swear down, I did something like that once. I think it was an album. But I guess the beats on that chill, it was pretty powerful, right? Ooh, ooh, Duncan Dressel, Trunk and Dressel says that set made me, me feel whimsical on the astral plane. Hey, that's beautiful. Valvina said this dream had my hips going stupid. Oh my god, that's a beat. Can you hear that? Oh shit, I need to record that somehow. How can I do that? Yeah, baby. 
My, my, my box just got like mad cool noises on it. So I could just make peace with those noises. I didn't realize.